Hi guys, welcome to a awesome and incredible episode of Pop Culture After Dark. Our fearless leader Abel right now is on vacation, so you are getting me, Vani, as your host. I promise I'm not going to mess this up. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> and as my co-host today, we have one of our very good friends, our number one listener and our local hype girl, Miss Priscilla, joining me back again. She was here with Abel last week. Now we have her here with me. How are you doing, Priscilla? Hi, everybody. I'm doing well. How are you, Miss Bonnie? I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Last week I was on vacation. Now Abel's on vacation this week. So we're kind of playing the little jump, jump see, but we are so <laughs> lucky that we have Priscilla here with us uh, to you. go over some of these celebrity stories and stuff. So last week Abel gave you some homework and told you to listen to the Doja Cat album coming out. I'm excited to hear your take on on the album. I listened to it. Uh, I was supposed to listen to it on the way home from vacation, but I didn't get a chance to listen to it until today. So I have I have opinions. But <laughs> before <laughs> all of those, let's let's uh, run down the list of the celebrities we will be talking about today. So we will be talking about Usher, Kim Kardashian, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, Brittany Mahomes, Haley Bieber, Alexis. Bodden, I, we I was trying to figure out how to. I butch, I might be butchering this last name. Nick Bodden, Angelina Marie from Jersey Shore, Britney Spears, Jamie Lynn Spears, Lynn Spears, Lizzo, Michael Gambon, Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner, and Doja Cat. So, okay, let's get to this. Let's see where we're gonna. There's so much. There's so much goodness in this. Let's see. Let's see where we can start. Actually, let's go ahead and start on a little bit of a somber note uh, and just talk about the passing of Michael Gambon. Um, I myself was very sad to hear this today. Uh, he was, of course, our beloved Professor Dumbledore on um, what was it like six of the Harry Potter movies. Mm -hmm. um, after but he had some really big shoes to fill with that from Richard Harris. Richard Harris was the original Dumbledore. But the Michael, OG. Mm -hmm. But Michael Gambon came in and he did pretty good with the role. Now he did pass away today at 82 after a bout with pneumonia. Reports let us know that he passed away peacefully in his sleep with his wife Anne by his side and his son Ferguson. Now um, Michael Gambon not only was Professor Dumbledore but he was also a star in TV theater and radio and had a beloved beloved following of fans you know that just adored him for decades. But um, I, I myself only know him from the Harry Potter movies. And I, you know I loved how he he played Dumbledore except for like a couple of parts where I think he might have went a little too ham. <laughs> <laughs> I I know what you mean. Yeah. We're yeah. we're big Harry Potter fans here. And we are looking like you can't see us right now, but if you go on to our YouTube channel, you'll be able to see us. I am wearing a Hogwarts shirt today and she is she does have her elder wand with her. Look at us, <laughs> Harry Potter nerds. <laughs> and we love it. So uh rest in peace to Mr. Gambin. Um, he did have a very long and loving life. So, you know, we're here. Prayers go out to his family and whatnot. So um now that uh we're done with that, we are gonna talk about some messiness, messiness and some silliness and all of that in between. Now, most of you may not know who Angelina Maria is from the Jersey Shore. I, I'm not a big Jersey Shore. Okay, I'm maybe like the first couple of seasons I watched. Or so, like when Snooki danced her panties off. That was about thing I remember. <laughs> and what was it? Who was that? It Relatable. Was, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> who was it? Like Ron and and what was the girl's name? They were always 
fighting and stuff. Sammy. Yeah, like that's that's what I like know about it. But so apparently, um, Alexis Bowden, who is married to Nick Bowden, 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 whatever, from the New Jersey Jets, he is number 48. She took to TikTok to post several TikToks um, about Angelina from Jersey Shore DMing her husband. So they were at the game. Yeah, they were at the game. And she was there on the field with him. She was dressed, you know, head to toe in her little, uh, you know, Jets outfit. She looked really cute and pretty. And it says, you know, bought in on her side. There was no mistaking that was his wife. Well, she was on the field with him. And uh, the Jersey Shore crew passes by, Snooki, all of them, they were there at the game. And then about 10 minutes later, uh, her husband (laughs) gets, a DM from Angelina Marie saying, see you soon. And she was like, excuse me, excuse me. (laughs) Right. So, um, (laughs) Alexa is like, she's a weirdo. That's weird. Like, why would you DM someone's husband? She's like, look at my Instagram page. So his Instagram page by, by the way, is covered of pictures of her and him and their family, you know, and whatnot. So there's no mistaking that you you know you know this man is married, and so she posts this on TikTok. She's like, "I've got tea, I've got gossip." She posts this, tags her in it, and then the next morning she posts another TikTok where she said, "Refill your tea, y'all. I got a message from Angelina at three in the morning." So Angelina messaged Alexis to tell her that she you know, needs to take down her TikTok, that when she messaged her husband, she meant it in a nice, mature way. Can you? (laughs) (laughs) What, what's the nice, mature way to, what does that mean if you're messaging someone's husband saying, see you soon? No. And there are receipts, girl. Like (laughs) there are, she posted, she posted the, she posted a DM to her husband's um, account. She posted the DM from Angelina on there. And it's like it's like long and you can go in there and read it. I think her TikToks are still up. If they're not, we will go ahead and post these on our Pop Culture After Dark Instagram page for you. And she was then she was saying, like, you know, you're making yourself look dumb. Take take down the TikToks, you know, yada, this, that and the third. Then she continues, Alexis continues, not Alexis, I'm sorry, um, Angelina continues, goes on her Instagram, posts a story on her Instagram telling people she wasn't even on the field and she didn't even DM him, that Alexis made up those receipts and all this stuff and that if Alexis didn't stop, she was going to get her with like a cease and desist and she's just making herself look very dumb on Instagram. So yeah, it seems like she's kind of digging a hole. And if you messed up, just say, I had too much to drink. I did that. I shouldn't have. I apologize across the line. <laughs> but or, to say I wasn't even there when you know people are going to have pictures. <laughs> and video. She herself posted videos girl. Of on the field. So that's what everyone is like, like, girl, if you message him and didn't even bother to look at his Instagram page to see if he had a wife, just say that. Just, I'm sorry, I didn't know. But she's engaged. That's the thing. 
She oh my god! She's engaged. So she was saying, like, I'm I'm an engaged woman. I would never do that. Girl, bye. Girl, All the way yeah. bye. So, <laughs> so to which to which like Alexis kept saying Angela. She kept calling her Angela, and her name's Angelina. So that just <laughs> took me out. That took me out. She's like, Angela, you're a weirdo. How about you don't message married men? Period. Period. And that's on period. <laughs> that's I'm gonna have to go look those up because I haven't seen them actually. They um, are hilarious. You, you, and if not, I'll really to you because I know you got the receipts. <laughs> yeah, because if they're not online anymore, you know your girls got them. I got all of them. <laughs> wow. So we're gonna keep it on NFL news right now, and we are going to talk about the big story that everybody is talking about right now, and that is Taylor Swift and. Travis Kelsey, who else? So obviously they set the world on fire when she attended Sunday's Chiefs game against the Bears, to which they did win 41 to 10. Now um, she sat in the box with Kelsey's mom and his and his friends and his family. Now reports though are coming out that this was not the first time that they hung out together. They've actually been hanging out for a while several other times um, over the last couple months, but in private settings. This was just when they were ready to come out and say, hey, we're hanging out together and stuff. So, of course, everyone went crazy. The NFL went crazy. NFL really is capitalizing on this. They went so far as to change their bio on their TikTok to Taylor was here. And then they Wow. (laughs) Yeah, they're really capitalizing on this. A lot of the videos are about Taylor Swift. Um, and everybody thinks it's so cute. There's video of Kelsey looking up at the box, smiling, saying, wow, she's really there. Like, and he was, he himself was loving the fact that she was having such a great time with his mother and whatnot. Um, he spoke about this with his brother. So him and his brother, Jason Kelsey have a podcast called new heights. And I did tell you to watch it. So, Mm -hmm. um, they went on there and they actually talked about like, Jason was like, all right. We, we haven't talked about it out of respect for you, your personal life, your private life. And Travis is like, yo, man, I did this to myself. It's all right. Uh-huh. He spoke <laughs> very openly and lovingly about Taylor. Do you remember some of the things that he said? Why don't you go ahead and let us, tell us what happened on that podcast. I thought it was cute. I thought that he got it like a little giddy. And um, he was just saying like, she's cool. Like, I'm thankful that she went and. Um, did she sell out like that arena or something with the Eras tour? I want to say he made a reference to that and he just seemed happy. I mean, the whole episode wasn't about that, which I'm sure that's the NFL fans are are happy about that, but I thought it was cute. They talked about it for a little bit. And then after that, it's like he explained football because he's like, well, let's explain football uh, for the Swifties that are listening. So it was cute. Um, I, I'm here for it. It was a very cute podcast um, segment that they did. Uh, yes, no, she, that he did attend her um, concert there. She, she did sell out that stadium. And he had made her the friendship bracelets, the cute little bracelets mm-hmm. that everybody passes around with his phone number. And he was trying to get it to her, but he wasn't able to get that to her at that time. So, um, but it is, it, it was very cute. Now at the game, 
you know, she was up there. And then after the game, you saw Taylor and, and Kelsey walking away, getting into his car and just driving off into the sunset. They did that iconic drive off into the sunset. So the Swifties are just going nuts over this. And you're right, during the podcast segment, after they were done talking about their little um, date night and, and afterwards and stuff, they did take some questions from the Swifties that were asking questions about football. There was a, some of them that were like, what's a down? Is uh-huh. that whenever you drop the ball? <laughs> <laughs> I know that was so cute. And us, like we watch football. So I don't know. It was, it was cute. The way listening to them explain it, like you get four chances and it was cute. Um, yeah. yeah, it was really yeah. nice. And um, and then after that, they had the after party. Now, they said there wasn't too much PDA between the two of them. They were holding hands at the dinner. And at one point, you can see Taylor sitting on his lap. Now, that was a leaked photograph that was sold to TMZ. Nobody knows where it com- came from. But fans are coming, and I really think it's the Swifties. They are coming for Brittany Mahomes. Now, they are saying Brittany Mahomes is not a big fan of Taylor. However, TMZ did report that Taylor and Brittany got along really well at the after party. They were talking, laughing, taking shots together, you know, doing all this stuff. However, we know sometimes that is not, that's not the case. Now, the Swifties went online and they did a little bit of investigating, which they are known to do because let's just face it, the Swifties are a force to be reckoned with. They're up there with like the beehive, bayhive, or mm-hmm. however you pronounce my words, Abel, he's going to kill me for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Dallas Cowboy fans, like their they're, Swifties are up there. So um, they pulled up Brittany Mahomes. Uh, TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that. And they saw that she's following Travis Kelsey. She's following Kim, all the Kardashians. She's following Hailey Bieber. Loves Hailey Bieber. She knows she's not following Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. So they are willing to, they, a lot of people are putting out saying that Britney was the one that sold the photo to TMZ and whatnot. And just to, that Taylor Swift needs to watch her back. There could be a there could be a snake in the grass there with her. I don't know. What do you think? I agree. I think she needs to watch her back with her. Um, that's something. I mean, obviously, I don't know her. I don't, you know, we're watching from afar. Um, I feel like that's something she would do. Um, you know, I mean, and I'm here for it. Like, I want to see it. <laughs> but <laughs> we're here but, for it because we, we want to talk about it on these on these segments. So. Yeah. Um, now, but, the funniest part of this whole thing is... All of the Swifties going on TikTok and totally and completely triggering their husbands and boyfriends over Travis Kelsey. Now, the latest trend on there is to record your significant other while you are telling him, oh, it's really cool how Taylor Swift is putting that guy, Kelsey, on the map. Nobody knows who he was before she started dating him. All of the husbands all of the boyfriends completely triggered. They're screaming, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, he's got two Super Bowl rings, future Hall of Famer, like, best tight end. Like, what are you, t-? like, literally, some of them are like, I would divorce you right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I heard his jersey sales are up, too. Oh, yeah, they're up, like, 400 and something percent. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So, I will say this for NFL fans, you guys, if the, if this continues and the Chiefs get into the playoffs or the Super Bowl, you better be prepared to hit those buttons for those tickets. Because if it's one thing Swifties know how to do, 
It's sellout arenas and buy mm-hmm. tickets. So if you are a real NFL fan, you will be fighting Swifties for those tickets. Just letting you know right now. <laughs> that trend would not work with me and my guy, by the way. Would not. Would not would Same. Not, work. No, not a care would be given in the world. So. I watch more football than my man. So <laughs> you're like, well, um, so keeping on, you know, with um, the NFL very quickly and briefly. This is the power of Taylor Swift. It was announced on the same day, around the same time, that Kim Kardashian put the announcement that Usher is going to be headlining the Super Bowl this year. Crickets. Crickets. (laughs) No one cared. Miami was the Dolphins scored 70 points. No one cared. (laughs) Taylor (laughs) Swift attended a game. Boom. Internet broken. So... (laughs) Uh, I guess it's crazy. We're either going to see the most epic love story unfold or we are going to have the most epic Taylor Swift album by the end of this. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I I heard on another podcast, I can't remember which one, but they were like, well, if it doesn't work out, um, Travis and his brother can have all the exes on their podcast and like capitalize off of it. <laughs> I'm like, wow, y'all have no faith in them. All of Taylor's exes. Oh my God, that would be hilarious. Uh, I mean, I would probably listen. I would absolutely, I would watch. I would watch. Yeah, I would watch. I wouldn't just listen. (laughs) Okay, so from the one crazy world of the NFL over to another crazy world, let's talk about Britney Spears. Now, (laughs) Britney Spears is seemingly off her rocker yet again. So she posted a video on Monday of her dancing with a set of knives. Now this caused fans to worry and to call for welfare checks for her. The police went over there to check on her to (laughs) make sure she's okay. Now there were some injuries reported to the the injuries extent. It has not been said, but it was said that there were some injuries reported, not major ones or anything like that. Now, after the police went over there, she changed her caption on that video to include um, that the knives were not real and that, you know, Halloween's coming up and she was just messing around. But you can clearly hear the clang of the knives that they're metal and stuff like that. Girl, bye, you too. Why? You know damn well they're real. So cause for concern. What do you think about this? Also, you have the lead on some stories pertaining to Brittany. So I'm going to go ahead and let you have the mic now, girl. Tell us all about it. Oh, Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. (laughs) Um, I'm sure other people are like me in that I was worried about the safety of her two dogs (laughs) in the video. (laughs) They they were like, oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. So basically, I looked up, you know, this. I always want to give her the benefit of the doubt. Um, I did see that it was a it was a documentary that came out earlier this year called The Price of Freedom. Um, I would I want to say it was like in May, and um, TMZ uh, founder I think his name is Harvey Levin. He reported that she lives in fear, um, and she basically like sleeps with knives under her pillow. Um, it says, "quote." Um, I live in fear that someone will come into my home in the middle of the night, strap me to a gurney and take me to a psych ward. So if we remember back in 2008, 
back when she was on the struggle bus again um she locked herself in a room with her young son at the time they did contact you know um the psych ward they did this did happen to her so i'm guessing maybe she does have a little ptsd from from that um However, I also read another article that said before she came off her conservatorship, um, her handlers, that sounds like such a weird word. That's why I put my little air quotes, um, recommended to keep knives away from her. So there's this fascination session with knives. I saw somewhere that they said her husband, her estranged husband, Sam, also stated she has a fascination with knives. I couldn't find anything actually quoted on him saying that. Do you know if... He has come out and said that. I I don't I don't know. And actually, yeah. like I want to say I have heard about her her love for knives and stuff, but I can't like I can't place like the single articles. Yeah, on whatnot, but I do know there have been some talks about her being, um, you know, just loving the knives. <laughs> yeah, she says that she was trying to. She's like, I'm imitating Shakira from the VMAs because I don't know if you saw that. Shakira looks sexy. Um, Britney Spears was dancing to Enigma, very robotic. I mean, her body looked great. I will, I will say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it, it. I don't know. I worry for her mental health. It's it's pretty um, unsettling. I'm just like, where are your friends? Where are your friends? Like I, everybody's got at least one friend. That friend needs to be a better friend. It's like yes, she needs <laughs> like <not>. bitch. <laughs> Let me she's, tell you, she yeah. is not okay. I, I I remember like we were just like all free Britney, and now I'm like, well, maybe there's there's a reason why she had a. <laughs> she's so, been freed far too long. Yeah, she she does just need a little bit of help. But, um, so you did have some other stories on her sister and her mother as well. Yeah. So, um, her sister is on dancing with the stars this, this season, um, that just premiered and I'm curious to see, you know, I don't, I don't normally watch really much. Um, but I'm curious to see throughout the season, um, if she'll dance to a Britney song, if. Somehow that will come up. I know that their mother was in the crowd with um, Jamie Lynn's daughters um, supporting her um, this week. So I'm curious to see throughout the season how it goes, if she happens to throw in a little, I don't know. I know she said she was nervous about them asking her about her, um, but I'm curious to see that. And on another note, I did see an article, I don't know if you saw this, that her 68 mother, uh, 68 year old mother is substitute teaching because she is like struggling to make ends meet after I guess she was cut off um, financially. Um, Mm. I I mean, I don't think anybody should really live off their child. That's just my opinion, whether your child is, you know, in entertainment or a doctor or anything. Um, I mean, it's sad, but at the same time, it's kind of like, well, so it goes, you know, substitute teaching, you kind of hopefully she can make up her own hours and kind of do it here and there um, when she can. But that was pretty much it. I just saw that article. I just want to talk about that whole family. We'll that, see where, that, yeah. that whole family, that whole family need help. The whole family, <laughs> all of them. No, I did not see that she was substitute teaching, but 
hello hello welcome welcome to the workforce miss lynn yes. spears like <laughs> i'll bet that's it's like, like a, a rude awakening for her a big change like you know life before britney was britney like remember that mm-hmm. so i'm i'm not saying she deserves it or anything but i, I you know maybe she needed to be humbled maybe there I agree. Are, some people maybe they need to be humbled so uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on that and see how she's surviving in in the real world. <laughs> yes. So um, we are going to go from one singer over to the other, and we are going to talk about Lizzo and what is going on with Lizzo right now. So on Hulu, there is the ABC News Impact X Nightline show that, um, you know, they do some stories, some hard-hitting stories and whatnot. Now, one of their recent um, episodes details about uh, Lizzo and the lawsuit that's going on against her. Now they had um, featured Asha Daniels as well as others are featured on there. The three women that first, the three dancers that first came out with the lawsuit against her as well as her old documentary. Um, oh, what is it? Director uh, came out with some other allegations as well. Now on their um Asha Daniels is speaking out about the lawsuit and about the allegations that she is making against Lizzo were the alleged racial and sexual harassment, creating hostile work environments, uh, amongst other claims. Now, um, in this episode, I haven't watched it yet, and I will be watching it later on tonight because I am very interested to see what, um, you know, these claims and and, um, allegations are. Uh, now, Asha Daniel says she's very proud of the other people for coming forward. She says she knows it's very hard in the industry that they are in to, um, you know, have their voices heard. And that's all she really wants in the long run is for dancers and people that work in this environment to flourish and be successful without worrying about any kind of harassment and not being able to say anything by it. Now, ABC News did try and contact Lizzo and her lawyers um, to sit down for an interview with them for this, this, these episodes, but they declined. Now Lizzo is still sticking hard to her denial of all the charges, but I guess we will just have to see with time how everything unfolds. What do you think of this story? I totally see her side of it. I mean, I think when you're in that industry, you have to watch as much as you want to speak up for yourself, you have to watch what you say because then you get shunned. You won't get any more jobs. Nobody's going to want to work with you. Nobody's going to want to hire you. So I think it's it's a tough spot to be in. And, you know, I'm proud of the ones that have spoken up. I don't know where I stand on this because I really do like Lizzo. Um, I did, like I said, the allegations and they're, they're pretty alarming. Um, I'm curious to see where this is going to go, but with the backup dancers and I definitely see how it is hard to speak up in this, in that industry. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where I stand either. I was always a Lizzo fan. I like a lot of her music and stuff. And honestly, I haven't been able to listen to any of her music since all these allegations started coming out. Um, and it, it is sad because we have always come to the defense of Lizzo because she has been nothing but bullied when it comes to, you know, her online presence or, you know, her shows being fat shamed, you know, just being shamed in general uh, for her being 
is so open and outward with her sexuality and, and whatnot. And everyone has always rushed to her defense for that. And we've praised her for being strong and, you know, and carrying on and stuff. However, I will say a lot of the times people that are bullied end up being bullies themselves. So could there be any validity to these accusations? Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't know. So uh, it's it's hard for me right now to be like, no, I stand behind Lizzo 100%. Because the only thing she's come out and said is it's not true. Mm-hmm. It's not true. It's not true. Like I would have respected her a lot more if her and her attorney would have sat down for an interview and talked about the allegations. And I get it though. They are in the middle of a lawsuit. So maybe legally they cannot. Um, but there are other ways around it, you know, and stuff. She mm-hmm. could have come out and given like her side of the, her story touring. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, a, a, like in a direct an account of those with those people mm-hmm. it's just been like a generalization so I really think she's yeah. marked there by not coming out and speaking about it um, at least to release a statement yeah just a straight one sentence two sentence yeah well she did and her statement is she denies all those I deny it yeah they're lies and you know and all this stuff but sweetie I need more than that I need, yeah. I need more, I need more than that. So I'm all for transparency. I, I value transparency with, with that stuff. So mm, like I said, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what, what comes of, um, of that lawsuit. But I will, I will definitely, me personally, I will be watching it because like, I want to know, I want to know, are we going to stay little fans or what's, what's going to happen? But uh, moving on from Lizzo, we are going to jump over to Doja Cat. Let's talk about this Doja Cat new album. The, you know, you know Doja Cat, okay. I I am not a huge huge Doja Cat fan. There are some of her songs that are they're bangers, you know, and I like them. Like Need to Know is probably one of my favorite ones. And that was like before she kind of changed a little bit mm-hmm. because she looked like she was like doing the whole drinking the Britney Kool-Aid for a little bit there. She was going, <laughs> yeah. a, li- she was going a little Delulu on TikTok. Um, then she came out with her new album and some of the songs I'm here for, Paint the Town Red, I love it. It's probably my favorite song on the album. But man, she's got a list of some, like these, this, ugh. okay. What do you think of the album? I love it. Really? I, I do. I do. I like uh, the song. It's called Shetcho. Mm-hmm. Have you? Yeah, I like okay, that Okay, yeah, that one. was a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, FTG, Fuck the Girls. Okay, I, that one. I do like that one. That one. That one's good. That one has the potential to be a banger. That one. Yeah. I did like that one. There was one that I... I didn't, I didn't really like it very much. It was more mellow. The whole like lyrics in the beginning were mellow and then it went off into rap. This is definitely her rap era. This, this album is a lot of rap on there and it's just, it's, it's different than her past stuff. God, what song was that? I can't think of it. Is it Agora Hills or? No. Okay. Mm -mm. I think that one, she's more singing. Yeah, that, that, that one was okay. But aside from Paint the Town Red, Wet Vagina was probably... Oh, yeah. (laughs) As soon as I saw the title, I'm like, I got to listen to this one. (laughs) If you guys have not listened to the Doja Cat new album, 
I suggest going and listening to Wet Vagina. <laughs> it is what it is, and she says what she says. <laughs> yeah, she she said what the she said. <laughs> Did you think this album has the potential for awards? I'm gonna go ahead and say yes, uh. but I kind of got to <laughs> see what else comes out. You know what else is to follow but I don't know I think this album has the potential to be played at award shows for her to do (laughs) for her to perform at award shows I didn't say win but (laughs) nominated yeah um Um, yeah I I mean are you gonna put her in like the pop category or the or the rap you know they could I guess it could go both Yeah. yeah that's a good question because I don't know what category to put this in I really don't. She could be put in both. I mean, and that could open hip-hop, her chances. Yeah. Rap, or hip, is hip hop female artist? Yeah. Yeah. Pop? So she I could don't. be put in a bunch of categories. And I don't know about winning, but I think she, she would be nominated for some, She's, some awards. This album is definitely a lot of things. What it is not is going to be on my constant playlist. Because while there were some songs I did like, a, a lot of the album, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta hear this song maybe more than what's that? I gotta hear it in a setting. Let me see. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if I'm driving, no, I'm not even know I'm driving. Maybe if I'm just like out, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Paint the Town Red is really the only one where I'm like, I need to put that on my yeah. Instagram with the bomb ass picture and, you know. To me, like, I would listen to the album when I'm, like, getting ready for, like, a girl's night out and putting on makeup and want to, like, I mean, feel kind of like a bad bitch. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm not saying I am. When you want to step into your villain era for a moment, (laughs) just put a little toe in. Yes. (laughs) That's, like, when I would see myself, you know, listening to it. Yeah. Um, or it's like you're after a breakup, you know, and you just want to feel like a, that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Not you putting on one of the songs and your man's like, is that how we're <laughs> feeling today? <laughs> Tell me how you really feeling. Making your man wonder, wonder what he did. Like, damn, did I take the trash out? Did I forget our anniversary? What the something's happening? <laughs> Girl, I haven't. Um really read like any reviews on it have you read anything about it as far as like what kind what kind of reviews it's getting on twitter there is a bunch of mixed reviews on it you either this album is either you love it or you hate it yeah there's not an in-between but i'm an in-between because i love like two or three songs on it but the rest of it's to me it reminds me of not the same music but it reminds me of flowers from from Miley Cyrus that's oh. what it is because I, I, I had such like she came out with with the song flowers and it was like such a banger and it was like oh this is gonna hit you know and this and that and then the album dropped and I was like what the fuck is like this? underwhelming yes <laughs> like oh so, you know but don't get me wrong she's definitely in her villain era she's definitely yeah. feeling herself she's exploring other you know just feels to her music and stuff. And I am so happy for her. Yes, girl, do your thing, do it. Um, it's just, it's it, a lot of the songs were not for me, surprisingly. So I'm still but. on that bongo song. I love the bongo. Stop <laughs> I it. love that one. Stop it right now. Queens. I have it on my, Queens. I have it on my 
booty day gains playlist at the Woo! gym when it comes on and I'm all working out I'm all bonk, bonk. <laughs> I'm yes, all girl. in the gym girl you know me um <laughs> so we are gonna finish up today with um with the you know another girl that's stepping into her I am that bitch error. And that's going to be Miss Sophie Turner. Now, Miss Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas did split up a few weeks ago, announced that their marriage was ending. They're filing for divorce. You know, that's it. They're done. They just, you know, not going to do it anymore. Irreconcilable differences. I love it when they give that, that reason. I was like, what was the reason? That's not a reason. What was the reason? (laughs) Right now. Um, now she did she did something iconic right after the split from Joe Jonas. She was seen out on a girls' night with Taylor freaking Swift. Swift. Both of those girls were going out and living their best single girl life together. And it is just hilarious for those of you that do not know, Taylor Swift is Joe Jonas's ex. So yeah. The Enough said. <laughs> That conversation went, you know what I mean? Sophie and Taylor, like, hey girl, uh-huh. happen? let's go drink. Fuck that guy. <laughs> like, Many shit. Many shit. <laughs> they was black. I would have loved to be on the table, like at the table next to them. <laughs> they was blasting some Doja Cat on the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so she right now, though, she's putting her foot down with Joe Jonas because Joe Jonas is being a little bit of, you know, that douche because he is not handing over their children's passports, which is keeping her from being able to take her girls back home to England, which they have dual citizenship in. So they have dual citizenship in England and here in the States. Now, she filed a lawsuit on Thursday for immediate custody over their two children and she is demanding that he return the um the passports now he is stating that he wants um shared custody and wants to be able to raise the girls in the united states exclusively however that was not their agreement you know when they were married they agreed to raise the girls in you know both locations and stuff which i get that those girls they have heritage in england and the u.s you know but it should be a back and forth thing. Sadly, um, this looks like it did take a nasty turn and like it's going to continue to probably get a little bit nastier by the time it's all said and done. Now, this was filed on Thursday and no no action is taken. There's not been any, he hasn't handed over the passports as of yet. So uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how this full unfolds as well. But, you know, what what do you think about that? I read actually right before we hopped on this recording. Um, I don't remember the source. I don't have any quotes or anything, but I did read that a judge um, set them up for a pretrial conference in October, like next week. And for now they've given, um, there's like a temporary hold that she cannot take them to England. They have to stay, I think within New York, pretty sure it was New York. Um, Right. So yeah. So I, like I said last week, it's ugly. I feel like it's going to continue to get ugly and the kids are the ones that are going to suffer and they're so young. And I, I can see both sides though. I mean, she mm-hmm. has family over there. That's their mother. You know, his family's here. She's 
at, you know, she's an active actress. He's touring. Like it's, it's going to get ugly. Uglier. Yeah. It's just it's gonna be a whole mess. And they are very young. Yeah. I want to say her, their girls are one and three. So this is this it's gonna be years and years. Like if they can't learn to get along and co-parent and make decisions together, it's gonna be a lot of years of court dates and court appearances and mm-hmm. and all that. And normally what the you know judges, you know, courts, they normally set that they put a restraining order from taking the children outside of you know, the state and um, in the pretrial phase and stuff like that. So that's a normality. That's not something, hopefully that's not something that's going to end up sticking because believe me, I know, I know exactly how hard it can be when there are geographical restrictions put on you and your children, you know, just because one parent can't get along with the other one. So, yeah, you know, we wish them nothing but the best and hopefully, you know, the kids won't have to endure that for, you know, their entire childhood. You don't want a childhood like that. So, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but oh my gosh, thank you so much for joining me on this episode, Priscilla. I had a blast with you. You guys make sure you check her out on her Instagram. Uh, go ahead and tell them how to find you on Instagram. My Instagram handle is silly Priscilla, and come check me out. Like I said, she is our local hype girl. She absolutely loves supporting local businesses, local entertainers, vendors, everything, food trucks. She throws you out. She shouts you out. She does all that good stuff. She goes to fairs, farmers markets, and pop-ups, anything that you got, you can imagine. She is there to support. And we absolutely adore her here at Pop Culture After Dark. Thank you. Love you so much. All right, guys, we will see you next week for another episode of the Juiciest Celebrity News and Gossip. Until then, bye. Bye.